1: One of the ways that I love to practice resurrection uh, here is to hear from different voices in the community to see how scripture and uh, the relationship with God We thought we'd do this as sort of a conversation. So, when I think of the apostles in the locked room, imagine that locked room. They're scared. It says right so in the scripture. I'm imagining everything's closed off. It's probably hot, dark. Smelly. Probably. And reading the scripture for myself, I like to think about how it applies to us and to me today. I think we have a lot of locked rooms here, especially when I think about in our culture, in the US, mm-hmm. maybe they're a little fancier here in our particular area, but ways that we c- try to create safety and lock ourselves away. Like money is one thing that comes to mind. If we yeah. have enough money, yeah. we don't have to worry and we can try to have more control in our lives.
2: Like zip codes. Sure. <laughs> or, um, Make sure we're getting the right schools and because that makes it safe for our kids.
1: Yep. And I think, and also, especially these days associating with people who we believe think the same way that we do Mm -hmm. because it's kind of scary to go outside that little comfort zone yeah Joe, what's your locked room is there one you want to share
2: no i don't have any (laughs) (laughs) Um, for me it's it's probably mostly around work Um, i run my own business and i know a lot of you out there are entrepreneurs as well and i love doing the work That is why I got into the business. Not so much about running the business or doing payroll or managing people and especially not looking for the next large piece of business or new client. And yet that's where Jesus is out there because there's new relationships waiting. There's people whose companies need our help, but I still am afraid.
1: So there's a way you can serve if you can kind of get past that.
2: Yeah. 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 So what about you?
1: Well, I debated about whether to share this or not, but I I think given what we're talking about, it makes sense. Off and on all my life, I've dealt with depression. And when that descends upon me, you know, Winston Churchill called it the black dog that followed him around, Um, when that happens, I create a locked room all my own. And I don't want to see anybody, I am in like sort of pain or sometimes even anguish but i isolate i hide even though in my case i don't know what's that there's nothing on the other side i know jesus waits outside that door and yet and sometimes in the form of any one of you here other friends people who care about me and yet i hide and so i can really relate to the apostles in that way because i know jesus is there but i'm still afraid
2: well Thomas is in his own room even worse than that, right? I mean, he's locked away. They're all locked away, but he's locked away
1: even more. It's like he's created his own little locked room within the locked room. Because if you think about it, if you remember in the scripture, he's the only one that hadn't seen Jesus yet. Because Mary saw him at the empty tomb. The other apostles saw him twice, actually, by the time Thomas saw him. and then what might that have been like? If all week long, because a whole week had passed, if all week long, I imagine, what else would they talk about? The person they loved that was their friend, their savior, you know, they're following him anywhere. And here he is back. I mean, what else would you want to talk about? Here's Thomas. Okay. I think he's feeling left out. I think, I don't know. I imagine he's feeling very wounded by it all. Like at that moment when Jesus comes in.
2: They're also, um, I can relate, I'm Lebanese, uh, for those who don't know. So in Middle Eastern culture, um, we tend to be direct, loud, passionate in our discussions, kind of not mincing words. So it makes sense to me that he doesn't just say, well, I didn't see him. I want to see him too. He goes like a step further. It's not good enough if I don't just see him. I want to touch the nails in his hands, I want to touch, place my hand on the wound in his side, and it's almost like he's upping the ante because he's hurt, because he's wounded, so he's making greater demands, right? But the thing is that he's also being honest. Um, I don't know about you guys, I have a lot of doubts, and He's express, he's brave, actually. You're
1: so doubting Tom's is kind of getting a bad yeah. uh, reputation. Right, <sighs>
2: because we all, we talk about doubt as if it's a bad thing, right? How many times has doubt been a good thing in our lives? Not really sure about something, a doubt comes up. What do we do? We search for more information. <laughs> We're looking for the truth and that's all he was doing. That makes
1: me think of George because George was someone that was a relentless seeker of truth. And he was not afraid to express doubt if he felt doubt about something that was in the conversation or in his own thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, and look how look how the amazing things he did, the amazing connections that he made with all of us.
2: And and that also makes me think if we look at the scripture, um, it doesn't say when Jesus came and said, "Here, come over, touch my hands." He doesn't go over to do that. He immediately says, "My Lord and my God." So his doubt was was relieved because he had faith and he didn't need to go do the thing that he had said he had to do. Um, he immediately did the, my Lord and my God that.
1: Right, and he recognized Jesus I meant, as Jesus started speaking. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Thomas was thinking that moment, but Jesus was present, he saw Jesus, but it was in the wounds mm-hmm. that he recognized Jesus. Um, And I'm thinking, I think he recognized him. When you think about the word recognized, I'm I'm a writer by trade, and so I love anything to do with words. And I'm saying recognize, recognize. So again, and cognize would come from the Latin, to know. So it's to know again, or to call to mind again. And in some ways, it's sweeter than the original time, you know, like like right. say if you're gonna meet someone at the airport that you love and you haven't seen them in years, and as you run, you're probably running toward each other once they get past security, of course, to hug and embrace and just look at each other again, and it calls back all those joys of the so, times that you first knew them.
2: Sort of like that scene at the beginning, Love Actually, anybody seen that movie? A couple of nods, um, they're all running into each other's arms at the airport, and, and I think it's, you said it's even sweeter, it's because they saw something they thought they had lost. Yep. Their savior is back. And so it's almost better than when he was there in the first place, because they had it and it's lost and they bring it back or he comes back. So I I totally think that recognizing is even better than the first time.
1: Right. And I want it speaking of words, does anyone know, and I will not call on you to do it. Does anyone know the American sign language word or sign for Jesus? I just learned it the other day. It's okay, this is what it is. Think about that for a second. Of all the things we know about Jesus, his miraculous holy birth, his ministry, his teaching, his miracles, his passion and death, his resurrection, it goes this, sums it up. And we know each other, I would assert, or hypothesize, I don't know, that, that we recognize each other at the deepest level in our wounds. When we are willing to show our wounds, obviously in the appropriate place, with one another, that invites compassion, it invites empathy, even mercy. Some of the very attributes of Jesus. And in those moments, I believe we become Jesus for one another.
2: Yeah, but that's not easy, right? Um, we don't just walk around sharing our wounds. Um, they usually come in the crucible of an intimate relationship, like uh, a personal relationship with your spouse, um, relationships in small groups, like I'm in the men's group here. And there's might be 15, 20 guys that sometimes come, sometimes don't. And there are a lot of guys that I have seen here, known in the choir see every week at church but I don't know them at all, right? I don't really recognize them. It's only at a high level, but when we start going to this men's group, it's been great because we don't just talk about, did the giants win, right? I mean, that's a typical guy thing. It's easy to talk about sports or something like that, but we talk about real things, about what it's like to be a man and what our fears are and where we feel that we've succeeded. That's how we really get to know each other Um, and we recognize each other, and it's sort of, um, you know, this book we just finished uh, from Brene Brown called Daring Greatly, it's all about her her thesis is that we live our life, we, we gain our best life and joy by being vulnerable. But we only are vulnerable once we've expressed our wounds and shared them um and we risk being seen wounds and all
1: i'm really glad you said and all because the wounds are important but they're as as much as they invite intimacy they're not the totality of who we are we're also about joy and routine and everything else uh, because i don't want people to get the idea of this you know sort of ritual soul bearing randomly to people um there's a Thinking about the locked door, there is a little, it would not be Silicon Valley, I suppose, if technology didn't come up at some point. There's a little app I like on my phone, it's called Three Minute Retreat. And it's every day, if you look at it, it's a different, it starts with a opening prayer, a scripture, a question based on the scripture reflection and a closing prayer. And a few years ago, there was one that asked, to the effect, what locked room am i in where i keep jesus outside and i kind of like reflecting on that because it challenges it encourages me and it challenges me and when i think of the places i'm locked in maybe jesus isn't on the other side of the door maybe he's right here in the room with me except i am not yet re recognizing him i mean jesus wants in and he's probably in so i want to ask you leave you with uh, this thought how will you recognize him so you can say so we can say like the women at the empty tomb like thomas my lord and my god
2: amen